Are you ready to stop the self-sabotage and create the life you desire? Well, in order for that to happen, you need to break free from the bad beliefs that are holding your success hostage. You need to optimize the stress by turning it into extra energy for success. And those hurtful habits? Well, we need to give that pain a purpose for progress. Welcome to Stop the Self-Sabotage and Create the Life You Desire podcast. What do you think of whenever I bring up the subject of binging? Most people will think about food, but we can binge in so many other ways. TV shows. Uh, No one really would ever consider watching an eight-hour movie. And yet, we'll watch eight episodes back to back. How about binging on books? That's one of the things that I've done in the past, and I finally had to make a rule that if I buy one and bring it in, another one has to go out because there's just no more room. Then we can binge on food. There was a Christmas where I received as a gift five pounds of Godiva chocolate, and I ate it all, all by myself that weekend. I'm actually thinking it was in 24 hours, but I'm going to give myself the benefit of the doubt and say, no, it was actually over a span of three days. And here's the thing. I do it again. I have no regrets on that. So yes, we can binge on food. We can also binge at work. There are times whenever that has to take precedence over anything else going on in our life. I remember my youngest son, who's now in his mid-30s, he had gotten really sick and had to stay home from school. And so I had to take him into work with me and make a little bed out of blankets on the floor for him and have him play with his little Game Boy or whatever was popular at that time because I needed the income to be able to put food on the table. So yeah, that had to take precedence. See, binging is taking anything to excess. But is all binging bad? No, it's not. See, we have three aspects to our personality that binging appeals to. Fantasy, forgetfulness, and moving forward. Binge in a way that will help you feel fulfilled and it's working for you. Binge in a way to where what you're doing doesn't have any parameters or rules around it and the fantasy forgetfulness and moving forward will actually fuck you up in life because it will be in control of you. Now, for those of you that are going, oh, did you just hear what she said? Uh, I'm probably not the mentor, the guide, the coach for you. So move along. Nothing to see here. For the rest of you that are going, okay, yeah, I've been freaked up a time or two by my binging. Then let's talk about how to start putting containers around it to where when you use it, 
It actually helps you feel good, not just short term, but long term. Okay, so fantasy. We will binge because it allows us to move into a fantasy world. And this is actually a healthy thing when done correctly. Because fantasy is how we set goals. It's the dreams that we want to experience. So we can use fantasy binging. That's the TV shows and the books. And it might even be food. Uh, that There was a certain dish that was made by one of my favorite restaurants. It was actually the restaurant uh, where I proposed to my husband. Yes, I got down on one knee and asked him to marry me. Um, and they're, they're no longer around. So whenever I get to experience that dish... I overindulge because it brings back some wonderful memories. So that fantasy world is actually needed. Uh, right now I'm trying to plan a vacation. And so I'm, I'm looking at different places that we can stay. Fantasy is healthy when you can take ownership of part of that fantasy. So as I'm looking at these different places to stay, I'm actually imagining myself in there and using the space and say, yeah, does this appeal to me or is this something that's not going to be functional for me? When I go back to previous memories with food and I relive that fantasy, it is so I can have ownership of those feelings of what it was like when ever I got engaged. So fantasy is good when we can take ownership of something and then say, okay, how can I use this in my life? So notice what you're binging on, if it might be TV shows or books. Is it hot dramas where everything is a, a mess because then that's what you're taking ownership of. I, I like a good drama, a good whodunit. Why? Because it is helping my brain be rewired to move forward in life. Uh, do you not think I might have uh, some dramas with my clients that I need to play detective and help them figure it out because that's what fantasies do. Fantasies actually rewire your brain. But for what? Did you know that one of the biggest health challenges for men in their 20s and 30s worldwide is erectile dysfunction? Why is that? Because they've been living in a fantasy world of pornography. Something that they can never take ownership of in the real world. And it has rewired their brain to where their body no longer wants to work in the way it was designed. Unless they're living in a world that can never be experienced in reality. Okay, so... Look at your fantasies. Are they helping you take ownership and experiencing something in life? Or is that fantasy rewiring your brain that the only way 
you can get a fix of feel goods is going to be the short term by living in that world, which can never be recreated in your life. Okay. Uh, then we have forgetfulness. Oh, we've all had those days where we just want to forget them. Yeah. And, and so binging on things to help you forget can be very healthy when it brings you out at your best. So using the food, using the recreational drugs, using the alcohol to forget then teaches the brain to always go for an outside substance uh, in order for you to binge. Yep, you're freaked up again, aren't you? I know. I have been um, clean and sober now for, golly gee, probably almost 25 years. So I know what it's like to take that uh, to excess, okay? So forgetfulness. We all have stress that we need to leave behind us. But in order to create that amnesia in a healthy way, you need to do something that is complex that requires the movement of your body. Yep. So one of the things that I like to do, physical exercise. I have a friend who is going to teach me Bollywood dance. Oh my gosh, it looks so phenomenal. And if you were to ever see me out on the dance floor, you would see someone that has absolutely no rhythm. That's okay. It does not hold me back. Because see, as I'm having to focus on complex moves and trying to learn them, my brain can't think about anything else. Neither can yours. And it's not just using your brain. You've got to use your body. This has to be an immersion experience because through the drugs, the alcohol, and the food, you're just teaching your brain to dumb down, not your body. So if we want amnesia in a way that's healthy, we have to use our body along with it. So whenever you're doing something complex, I used to do uh, exercise classes, Zumba. And yeah, trying to move my feet and not run into anybody else in the class. It it was so amazing because it it fine-tunes the focus, but it does something else. The same thing fantasy does. It allows you to begin to look at complex challenges and figure out a way how to move through them. Ah, see what I did there? Because you're using your body. Okay, so on the days you need to forget, you need to get out and you need to move. And you need to move in such a way that your focus has to stay present in your body. I know that there are people out there that are going to go, oh, I meditate for that. No, that doesn't work. All you're doing is teaching your brain to shove it in the background, to not pay attention to it. We need to teach the brain how to take on even more complex problems. Because in case you haven't figured it out yet, life isn't going to get any easier. We have to get better. Okay. 
So that's how to do forgetfulness in a way that will have you feeling fulfilled. And now let's talk about moving forward. This can actually be very dysfunctional. If you're always trying to figure out what's the next thing you're going to do and what's the next project you're going to tackle and what's the next uh, vacation you're going to take because it pulls you out of the present moment. And the reason why you want to do that, not not 100% of the time, but a lot of the time, the reason why it is so hard for you to live in the present moment is because there's pain in the present moment. P-A-I-N. Pain, not paying although you will pay the price. So we can actually be too progress-oriented to try to avoid the pain, the difficult conversation, the boundary that needs to be drawn, the realization that a relationship is not going to work, the possibility that, yes, we might get fired, the um, health drama that is getting ready to move into a crisis because you're in denial and that's not just a river in Egypt. So you can be too forward focused because you haven't given the pain a purpose. See, whenever we go through something in life and it hurts, we need to to give it a new focus. So whenever um, I hurt my foot a couple of years ago, which then led me to walking funny for a while, which then set off my hip, and I'm—I've already told you I really like moving my body, uh, hiking, dancing, whatever it might be, because that takes my brain to the next level of creativity and living the life that I desire. Well, I really laid myself up with it. And I said, okay, I talked to my body and then it talks back. Uh, I talked to my body and I said, okay, uh, what is it that we need to do here uh, to, to give this a purpose? And it said, yes, it did talk back to me. This is the reason why I love hypnosis, because it's in this state that you can have conversations in this daydreaming state. And it came back at me and it said, okay, um, you've gotten too tight around things. Your body is too tight, but because your body is simply a external manifestation of what you've got going on internally, there are some things that you got too tight and too restricted about. You haven't worked on them. You haven't um, looked for ways to resolve them. And as you tighten up over that, well, our body is going to have to tighten up. Now, there's something known as your physiology will follow your psychology which is a fancy way of saying that your your body will follow your brain, but your brain will follow your body. So physiology will follow psychology. Psychology will follow physiology. So my body was telling me as I found ways to stretch and open myself back up, I was also going to be able to stretch my inner capacity to see new avenues for a resolution for a problem that I had been dealing with. But if I were to stretch my body, then my mind would go along and start stretching also. 
So it's not just a one-way street. It goes both ways. Okay. So that allowed me to be in the present moment and then to give the challenge I was having in the present moment a focus of how we could move forward in a way that was going to benefit me. Whew. We, we covered some stuff here. Okay. You need to give your binging a container. Boundaries. You know, if you want a drink of water, you put it in a cup. You don't just pour it on the counter and, and act like a dog or a cat trying to lap it up. No, it has got a container that you put it into so that you can utilize it. Your binging should be the same way. It needs to be put into a container. It needs to be put into a container of time. It needs to be put into a container where it is going to benefit you. It needs to be put into a container where you can enjoy not just this moment, but then allowing this moment to build a foundation for the next moment. So if you find that you're having a challenge with binging, but it's actually being done in a way that is hurting you and holding you back, then reach out to me. You know, we'll have a conversation. And in that conversation, anywhere from 30 to 60 minutes, in case you haven't figured it out, I talk. Talk a lot sometimes. So in that conversation, you'll walk away with tips, tools, and techniques that you can begin to utilize right away for a a higher level of awareness, as well as for actions that will begin to make an impact in your life. And then we'll also chat to make sure we're a good fit for each other and what that might look like moving forward. Okay, 1-636-699-7791. Again, that's 1-636-699-7791. You can reach out to me by phone uh, or you can text me and just let me know that you want to have a consult. Let's chat. So until we get together, enjoy that eight-hour movie, the books, the food, Even enjoy binging at work, but do it in a way that is laying the foundation for your level of fulfillment. Becoming a healingpreneur, could that be you? It's not just a career, it is a calling to help people peel back the layers so they can move into progress of their brilliance and their magnificence. If this could potentially be you, then I want to let you know, I am offering you the ability to train with me privately at the group investment. I only have room right now for one person to be able to do this over the summer. We're going to take a look at our schedules and we're going to fit training to where it it's a good fit for you, as well as what I have open. Uh, and you can take up to three months, not only to train, but up to three months to take care of your investment. But again, I only have an opening for one. Why is this? Because my trainings that I do, uh, it, even on the advanced side, are a little bit lighter over the summer. So it creates space, and that might be a space and a place 
that is waiting for you. So this is what I'd like you to do. Go to dawnlandrum.com, click on the tab, become a certified hypnotist, see everything that is offered there. Uh, Again, it is at the group rate that you will be training with me privately. And then reach out to me. There's going to be a button that shows up on the bottom where we can have a phone call. And let's make sure that this and myself are the right fit for you. So healingpreneur, is that your calling?